the Dawn of the Dead podcast is now part of the Morbidly Beautiful podcast network. So please check out the website and also all the other great podcasts that are associated with this network. On to the show. Hello again, and welcome back to another episode. And since it's the beginning of a new year, a lot of folks will post that new year, new me bullshit. And I'm here to tell you that although it is a new year, it is definitely the same me. Now, I don't really make resolutions as much, but I do make goals for myself to improve and make myself better than the day before. And I try to just focus on that, putting one foot in front of the other. And getting through the 24 hours that I have that was gifted. So having stated that, a lot of people uh, make the resolution of working out and starting a fitness routine. So I just wanted to talk about my top five horror characters who are really into fitness or who I think would make really good workout partners. This list is compiled on the attributes that they have and the attributes that I would look for in a workout partner. I'll also give a few honorable mentions of some other horror workout people, uh, characters that I think I would have fun with in the gym. And uh, we really should go ahead and just, you know, get our sweat on. That's what going to the gym is about, right? Getting your sweat on, getting all sticky, getting high off endorphins, feeling that, that elated feeling of I've accomplished something good and made my body feel so much better. You feel like crap first starting out but then you feel great afterwards you know so for this one i'm gonna go for ladies first and i am choosing buffy summers and buffy the vampire slayer the 1992 film and this one is streaming on hbo max and hulu with the subscription and i think buffy summers just has it all you know, she's a cheerleader, she can do gymnastics, uh, she also has martial arts prowess. I mean, all of these things come in handy when she's staking vampires in her SoCal town. She's cute as a button, but deadly as an assassin, and she definitely would be handy, you know, just in case some vampires showed up at the gym. I don't think that they would, unless we went to the gym at night, but it's good to know I have someone that, you know, will have stakes and can take care of business while I'm trying to finish the Stairmaster. Now, I feel in my heart of hearts, Buffy would be really fucking annoying in the gym, you know, because she would be like perky and peppy and so full of, Donna, you can do it, three more reps, you know, and I just want to throttle her. But because she's really adept at killing, I don't think I would fuck with her. Also, you know, she's a a blonde white girl, so if there's something wrong at the gym or if I need somebody to get off of a machine, she'll just use her feminine wiles to get them off and and I'll be able to do what I want to do on that machine. So I figure it's a win-win if I have any issues at at the gym. Let's get a perky little white blonde lady to take care of all of my issues, you know, and I don't have to deal with anything. So let's see, next up on my list is Kevin Wendell Crumb in Split. 
Now, this 2017 film is streaming on a few services for a rental fee. This character, he suffers from DID, or Dissociative Identity Disorder, and he has 23, 23 distinct identities. But the workout partner that I want is the Beast. I mean, the Beast is the one identity who can scale walls. He's like superhumanly strong. He's massive in size. And there is one particular shot in Split where we only see the back of the Beast as he's bending the bars of a cage. And I got to tell you guys, I'm sorry, I nearly fainted at how fit James McAvoy was in this film. I already had a crush on the man, but that scene, that that shot of his back and the muscles, I literally had heart eyes, like a goddamn Tex Avery cartoon with that ooga sound, you know, my tongue hanging out on the floor. I, I literally became a cartoon character when I saw this man's massive, muscular stature. It was astounding and so goddamn delicious. Needless to say, uh, he would not be a good partner to work out with the Beast. I feel it would be hard because he's got 23 or 22 other people living in his head. I don't know who would show up at the gym on that day, but I feel like if the Beast was there, he would go really, really hard on the weights, and then he would put too much on me, and that would kill me. I and My arms would break. Uh, you know, I'd probably pull something. Uh, and, you know, I do run the chance of him possibly eating people in the gym or possibly eating me. It doesn't it's not as sexy as it sounds if you've seen split he literally eats people so even though i feel like the weightlifting aspect would be great i feel like the beast would be a iffy workout partner um you know unless he he felt that i was worthy i i don't know if i could deal with that but if i could just look at that back there is something about a massive back and that scene, I'm getting what the Southern ladies call the vapors, just thinking about it and fanning myself like I'm a goddamn Southern belle, but unbelievable shot of that back. Uh, I'm going to move on now because I'm starting to feel very flustered. However, <laughs> the next person on my very short list, I only had five, y'all. Uh, I did my best. The next person on my list is... Private Vasquez in Aliens, the 1986 sci-fi horror film, which is streaming on HBO Max and Hulu if you have a subscription. Now, Vasquez, Jeanette Goldstein played this character, and she played her with such chutzpah. I clearly fell in love with this one. I had a, an instant woman crush. And very much in the very first scenes of her coming out of that cryostasis and then going straight into zinging everybody and then going into those pull-ups. Man, Private Vasquez would keep me motivated as fuck in the gym. I'd be focused and motivated. She's a fucking Marine and she would just be bringing it. Also, another person that if I'm in the gym and that xenomorph just happened to pull up, you know, maybe they're just wanting to work out the little mouth. <laughs> trying to get some reps in themselves 
Maybe maybe a xenomorph would be on the treadmill, you know, and kind of keep the cardio up. I would be fine and dandy because she would already know how to handle that shit. And her fucking biceps are to die for. I mean, if if I could make an amalgam of different people's body parts, I'd be like Lucky McKee's May. I'd just be Frankensteining the shit out of folks. But her biceps are amazing. I dream about having arms like that one day. I mean, just massive and and so toned. Ugh, sickening. It's madness. Now, stay with me for a minute because I'm going to go off on a tangent. It's going to be a really weird one. I would pay top dollar. And when I say top dollar, I mean top fucking dollar to see Private Vasquez, Linda Hamilton, Sarah Connor character from the Terminator films, Angela Bassett, Mace Mason from Strange Days, and Dina Myers, Jane from Johnny Mnemonic. And if we had a female version of Over the Top, you know, that Sylvester Stallone movie with the arm wrestling championship, I want to see that. I want to see these four women duke it out in an arm wrestling match because it would be off the fucking chain. You would have to pair up Sarah Connor and Private Vasquez because all of their arm work is natural. You know, they just went to the gym and they pumped iron and that's what they got. Whereas Mace Mason, who was in Strange Days, and Jane, who was in Johnny Mnemonic, both of those ladies have enhanced their bodies. So those two ladies would have to duke it out. And then Private Vasquez and Sarah Connor would have to duke it out. I would totally pay to see an over-the-top fantasy Vasquez turn that cap around backwards like so. <laughs> that shit would be epic as fuck. I, I only come up with the ideas. I can't make it. I'm just These are weird things that turn in my head when I watch movies, how I would pair these people up. Uh, and funny note, Jeanette actually, um, I think she still acts, but one of her second acts, along with still doing acting, is that she opened up a broad boutique for sizes D through K. D is in Donna through K. And it's called Jeanette Bras. And it really has such a cute fucking tagline. It says, uh, the tagline for her shop is, the alphabet starts at D. <laughs> and uh, uh, this is another small tangent. I swear I'll make it quick. When you are a large-breasted woman, there is nothing like having a decent bra. Like, the kind of bra that you dream about. And I don't dream about bras. Trust me. When I used to have to go into the office, thank fuck. I, I work from home now. I, I really wear a bra. I'm telling y'all way too much. Thank the maker. I don't have to do it. But when I had to go into the office, of course, you know, they don't want you like free swinging everywhere. So you have to wear a bra. You have to be a professional at work, right? For whatever reasons, people have nipples. I don't know why people get offended when they see people's nipples. Everybody's got them. Who gives a crap? But in polite society, if we still have one of those left, you wear a bra. When you're a woman, you wear a bra when you go into an office or you're out and about on the street. So wearing a bra in the office is like wearing a medieval torture device if you don't have a good fitting bra. And her shop is to cater to larger bosomy women to get actually, you know, measured in size so that you get the kind of bra that you dream about. I mean, 
working in the office, I would have that bra. As soon as I clocked out, that bra was coming off on the way home. I, I don't care if anybody saw me doing the magic trick of, you know, pulling it through my sleeve or not. Because those things are just, they're evil. Whoever made this up for women, it's evil. Everything that y'all want to make for women, no, a woman didn't make that shit. However, that's her second act. And I am really considering dropping some serious cash because I really want one of these bras. They just look so, so wonderful. And when you find a bra that cradles you and makes you feel like you're not wearing one, that is the fucking jam right there. That is the, the biggest peanut butter and jelly sandwich you could ever have. Now I've talked about tatas and I'm moving on to my number two workout buddy. So the workout buddy that I have for number two it's going to be a little weird and I, maybe not. Maybe it won't be weird for some of you. Maybe it's just weird because I'm saying it out loud. But my number two workout buddy would be Patrick Bateman from American Psycho. And American Psycho is a 2000 film streaming on Peacock with a subscription. And the reason I picked Patrick is the man has got it all. I mean, he spends countless hours working out. Uh, he lifts weights. He runs on the treadmill. He's got a very specific and serious workout plan. Uh, he has to maintain his fine-tuned machine body. Now, now the fact that he's a, a murderous psychopath, you know, doesn't make him a, a, a perfect workout partner. I feel like he would keep me motivated in the gym. And I feel like if I went to the gym with him, I would have to make certain that I stay in a well-lit area where everybody can see me. I would never go on a dark stairwell or a corridor <laughs> alone with him because I, I have a feeling it would end very badly for me. Uh, and I also would not go to his uh, apartment for an after-workout shower. You know, like when you watch TV shows like, uh, let's say, Seinfeld. And Elaine's been at the gym and she's worked out and then she goes over to Jerry's place and showers because, you know, they're that close of friends. I wouldn't be doing that at Patrick's house. I have a feeling that, you know, I'd go in the shower and I'd be drying my hair or some shit and there'd be plastic sheeting when I walked out the door. So uh, I'm, I'm going to make that a hard fuck no <laughs> and just shower, take my chances showering at the gym. And if I get a, a foot fungus at the Jim, that's better than being, you know, butchered with a chainsaw being chased by Patrick. But I feel like his workout ethic is outstanding. I, I know that he would have me on a, a tight regimen of diet and also vitamins and workout. So for that, I would, I would pick him, but I would have to meet him at the gym and I would not leave with him. That's, that's my only, <laughs> that's my only thing I, I would have to part ways with him at the gym and so he does not know where I live and cannot follow me home. Uh, other than that, I think he would do okay as far as a workout buddy. Everything else, that, that's that's the scary part. But my last workout buddy, and this is a, gonna probably another one that's going to be like, why would you pick her? So I'm picking Allison from the 2023 film, The Blackening. And if you haven't seen The Blackening, you need to see it. I'm not gonna spoil it, but the reason I'm picking this particular character in this particular movie is that it's a group of friends 
going away to celebrate Juneteenth at a uh, cabin that they've rented and they're doing all of these really fun games and, you know, little things here and there. And at some point, you know, drugs are brought out and everybody's kind of drinking. So they're all loosey goosey and they're being chased by a slasher, the whole entire group. And so the group splits up in Scooby-Doo fashion and for whatever reason, because Allison is drunk and high out of her gourd, she ends up in the trees and she's having a kind of a, not a flashback, but she is having kind of a trip, you know, she's very much uh, an intoxicated, inebriated person and she is in the trees, man. <laughs> they were in the trees, man. And she jumps down from the trees when the slasher is almost about to be upon her friends. And I can't remember if she was doing uh, Krav Maga on the slasher or just martial arts in general, but she was fucking him up something royale while high. So, you know, I need someone who I can work out with and then we get our smoke on. Plus, to have that entire conversation with her without even moving our mouths, as Dick Halloran would say, would be one of the best workout partners ever. If somebody walks into that gym and they're wearing something completely atrocious, I could just look at her and it's it's the done deal. She knows. On the other hand, if a man walks in and he's wearing gray sweatpants, I can look at her and she'll know exactly what I'm thinking. So it's a win-win for me. Plus, you know, if we're stoned, then we get the munchies, then we go eat. There's no guilt because we both have done the same thing. That makes her an ideal, perfect, best workout partner ever from a horror movie. Now, Allison is top tier. Let me get to my honorable mentions, but those are my five. Uh, probably end up changing a few of them over the course of me, you know, mulling this over after this drops. My honorable mentions are very short as well. I only had a few. Um, any of the ladies in Suspiria, either the 77 original or the 2018 remake, because being a ballet dancer is an endurance trial, and I don't know how any of the, the people who are ballerinas do it. You have, you know, cracked toes and you're, you've got blood in your point shoes, and I, I don't know how dancers do it. They make it look so beautiful and elegant, but it is a fucking brutal thing that they do. They just know how to make themselves look beautiful and elegant. Um, you know, minus the witches, I think I would I would take any of those ladies on um, with working out. And you have to have a very strong athletic body and also the willpower, you know, to be a ballerina. Who do I have next? Oh, the gentleman, uh, the character Yoon in Train to Busan, uh, he is on the zombie-infected train with his pregnant wife. And this man, he is built like a tank. You know, he, he knows that they're now infected and he's working together and he tapes up his arms, you know, so the zombies try to bite him on his arms while he's blocking, you know, they can't get through the tape. Um, He's so impressive to watch, and he's agile, and like I said, he's an, a really athletic walker. It looks like he must have played football or something, but he's just an unstoppable force. 
Who else do I have? Um, oh, Blade. I mean, it's fucking Blade. I chose Blade because not only is he very agile, he's got super fast reflexes, and he's in top-notch shape, but he also has really impressive martial art techniques. I have a feeling, however, though, if I went to the gym with Blade, he would be kind of digging at me and relentless, like if you couldn't keep up with him. And I'm like, dude, you know, I'd be all like, I I'm sorry. We're not, we can't all be cool, half human, half vampire hybrids, you know, wearing our pool dusters and sunglasses in the gym when you clearly <laughs> don't need them. But I feel like he would be a little persnickety if I went to the gym with him, but I would still rock with that. I would, I would go to the gym with Blade. Uh, let's see who else. Oh, so Leslie Vernon and Behind the Mask, Rise of Leslie Vernon, because he makes a big point in this mockumentary film of talking about how it's hard for slashers to uh, make it look like they're running or walking, but when they're they're really running. So <laughs> it's kind of funny because it is that horror trope. You know, you see somebody running away from a slasher and when they look back, it looks as though the slasher is just walking. But in reality, as soon as the victim turns around, they're running as fast as they can after them. And he has this thing where he, you know, he works out. He does like uh, cardio because cardio is a big thing. <laughs> and I would imagine it would be if you're chasing after victims. So he would be a fun uh, workout partner. But then I feel like I would end up being the final girl and I wouldn't want that. So maybe not so much Leslie Vernon, but he is a good, he does have a good workout ethic in regime. He really does. Uh, lastly on my list would be, oh my gosh, I love this guy so much, uh, Julius in Friday the 13th, part eight, Jason Takes Manhattan, because this kid is so, my favorite word, plucky. <laughs> he is a boxer, and Julius, you know, he goes mano a mano with Jason. He gives his very best. You know, he's giving him all these body shots and he's doing all of these like, you know, combo punches and he holds his own pretty well. And Jason actually lets him, you know, punch until he gets exhausted. And then he gives him the fatal TKO and knocks his fucking block off. But up until that point, that boy was doing more than most people had done in any movie. And he stood his ground and didn't run away. You know, he actually tried his best. So... That is the end of my list. I do hope that you enjoyed my A for Athlete, aka New Year Same Me episode. I know this is short, but if I'm going to keep up with the goal of being a weekly podcaster, some of them are going to be short, some of them are going to be lengthy. You're just going to have to, you know, they're all going to be good sizes. So you, you'll be okay with the short ones. I mean, it's a good size. It'll fit everybody. <laughs> Sorry, this went to a dirty place. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, I did want to say the reason I named it New Year Same Me is because it won't be a new me, but I will do my best to improve on me, even if I make mistakes. You guys listen to my podcast. My editing sometimes is not as smooth as everybody's, and that's okay. I am perfectly fine with being imperfect. Nobody is perfect. I like making mistakes because if I make a mistake, that means it's an improvement and making mistakes is better than faking perfection. 
So if I can give you any advice for the new year, don't fall for the social media trap of thinking everyone is doing so much fucking better than you. Run your own fucking race and remember, looks are so fucking deceiving. And it might look like some folks have the perfect life, but don't believe the hype of that shit. Even salt looks like fucking sugar. Don't believe that hype. Don't believe that other people's social media lives makes you think that your life isn't as good as somebody else's. It's not all black and white. There's a lot of gray shit in between. And all you need to be concerned with is being better than you were yesterday and making certain that you use that gift that you get, which is to wake up every day, even if it's a bad day, there's something good in a bad day. You know what I'm saying? So run your race, do better than you were the day before, make certain that you do your very best. That's all any of us can do. Be better than you were the day before. So that's it. Not going to rant. Thank you for tuning in for this very first, very short episode of the new year, but I'm keeping my promise of doing it every week. And I will have something a little different for next week. I'm not going to do A is for athlete, B is for Baba Duke, but I am going to start doing a little alphabet thing, maybe maybe twice a month or every month. I'm not sure. Um, we'll get there when we get there. So once again, let me know what you think about this episode. Let me know what you think about this podcast. Let me know what some of your goals are for 2024. I actually have been leaving questions on these episodes. So if you want to tell me what your goals are, you can leave it there. And be easy on yourself. If you have a resolution and it doesn't stick out, it's okay. You can always try again. So that's it. That's all I got for you guys. And I guess I should leave you with, until next time, just listen out for my voice in the darkness. And I will talk to you then. Bye.